Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast with Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, your ministry provocateur, iconoclast firebrand, and the resident heretic here at Dominion Fire. Thanks for joining us today, and thanks for being a part of this whole big project we got going on. It's it's just amazing. The people that we get to speak to and get to hear such cool testimonies and stories, absolutely love it. Now, today, I know that our show is going to be a huge, huge show because I just spent about almost 40 minutes dealing with a technical problem that shouldn't even have been there. And usually when that happens, that tends to mean that we got something important to talk about today and can't stop us. So joining me by the phone today from the Tampa Bay area in Florida, Uh, this uh, guest today is a pastor and author in a place called The Gathering with Jesus. And we're going to talk a little bit about healing and prophetic healing. But joining us first, Cindy Stewart. Cindy, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to uh, share what God is doing. It's going to be exciting. So let's get right into it. Um, Healing testimonies is what we like to hear. So I want to hear uh, something kind of crazy out there, big healings. What what can you share with us? Well, I do have something kind of interesting going on. God is teaching me about this. A few years ago, God had given me a vision about these body parts in a room in heaven that had people's names on it. And I'm like, okay, that's great, God. Well, I don't really know how that works. Well, as it turns out, I had someone come who had fallen down a flight of steps and their hips had gotten completely misaligned and they couldn't walk hardly. They couldn't climb steps anymore. They really couldn't run like they used to. They couldn't do anything. And I was praying for them in our healing rooms. We have healing rooms at our church. And I put my hands on their hips, and I saw heaven kind of open up in my mind, and I saw that room, and I saw the hips, and I saw her name on them, and I was like, okay, God, so I assume you've got new hips for her. And just with a prophetic act, I reached up, I pulled down, and I put those new hips on on her, and instantly she could tell the difference. And since then, she has been biking, she's been running, I mean, completely different. And uh, what, as you were going through that, when you witnessed that, what what kind of what were you uh, experiencing when you saw her start to test it out? Or did you kind of know what was happening at the time? Or did you find out about that later? What was the what was the process? Well, I kind of knew what was happening because I just kind of had this connection with God and he was showing me and she was testing out. But, you know... We know that when we see miracles in healing, a lot of times we're like, are you sure? It's really working. Your back doesn't hurt. Really? Try it again. I mean, it's almost like we're in awe and shocked, even though God promises to heal us. So there was a part of me that's like, really? Do that again. Step again. You know, I wanted to see uh, continual movement to show me that God had done what he'd shown me he was doing. Do you ever feel that way? Absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. And uh, to this day, so she's still getting better and better, 100% back? Yeah. Yeah. So cool. uh, The new thing, uh, in fact, I'm including her in my new book that's coming out the first year, her testimony. But for the first time in years since this happened, she has started bike riding. And bike riding 
you know, at, at distance, which she's never been able to do since she hurt her hips. And and that's pretty big. Yeah, no doubt. So, all right, what else you got? Throw, throw another uh, kind of wild one at us. What do you have? Well, I have another wild one. I don't. It's, it's not quite as wild as this, but we, like I said, we have healing rooms every uh, month at our church. And before anyone comes, God will show us who he's bringing and what's going to happen. It's like he gives us words of knowledge about what's going to occur in the healing rooms the morning of people coming. And this past week, uh, we had someone come in where one shoulder was higher than the other shoulder. Their body was actually uneven. One hip was higher. The whole right side of their body was uh, almost a quarter of an inch to a half an inch. I didn't have a measuring tape. Higher than the other. And once we prayed, everything was readjusted and even again. And you know, when people are out of order like that, everything they do, their walking, everything, their gait, everything about them creates problems in the rest of their body. And to see her be able to walk out, you know, aligned again and her shoulders steady, straight across, her hips steady again. I love seeing stuff like that. You know, when we were first talking before we started recording, you specifically mentioned the word prophetic healing, and it sort of intrigued me a little bit. So what can you tell me about specifically prophetic healing that um, maybe we have not heard about before, or what exactly is it? Can you break that down a little? Well, prophetic healing, it, for for the way it operates in us, and people may have it different ways, but uh, prophetic healing is where we receive a prophetic word about that person in in the healing process. And it's interesting because it can be physical, it can be emotional, uh, it can even be spiritual within them. And God will give us the relief to not only have that word of knowledge, knowing that that's what their issue is, but prophetically release healing into them without anything else going with it without necessarily touching them, without necessarily, you know, we can just, I can just stand there and just see that God is releasing healing in their body uh, in a prophetic way. It's an interesting dynamic. I, I believe in this healing realm that we're in right now, God is releasing things that we have never seen for those who are open to take a risk and take a step and let's try this out and let's see what God wants to do here. And that's what we talk about in our church a lot. Let's just practice and see what God wants to do so we can all learn and step into that anointing. It is amazing. It's always interesting when we hear uh, things like this and, you know, we hear it every week on the show and it always comes in different ways. And that's why that sort of stuck out to me when you said that is that, Healing comes in so many different ways, and it's I guess it's hard sometimes because we kind of get into a little box as to, well, it worked once. I'm just going to stick with this for the rest of my life, and we like formulas, I think. And um, it, it's interesting that sometimes you got to free flow with it a little bit before you start um, – I don't want to say before you get consistent, but you sort of have to be sensitive, like you're saying, to sometimes the promptings or sometimes just using authority or whatever the case may be. It's just kind of being sensitive to what the need is at the time. Do you agree with that? I definitely agree with that. Uh, it's interesting because I had gone for a run in the park. We have a, a real nice park near us. And I saw a lady sitting there with her cane. And I really didn't want to stop and talk to her because I'm running. But I just felt like the Lord said, you need to stop. So I made a circle. I went back. And 
I thought I was going to pray for her knee because I asked her what, what was going on with her cane because that's what I saw with my eyes. But as I began to pray for her, God started talking to me about her daughter, and I began to pray for her daughter that I didn't even know if she had one. I just started praying that way, and she starts crying because it was her daughter that she was concerned about. That was the thing that she needed an answer for. Her knee, at the at that moment, she could care less about. You know, it's funny, too, because I, I, when I kind of train people in that, sometimes that what you see on the surface is not always what the situation is. Sometimes there's a little more underneath the surface that you have to be a little sensitive to as well. And that's it's interesting. And uh, listeners, that's another element to kind of throw into your toolbox of what to do when stuff like this shows up that. Sometimes, you know, the example I like to use is that you may have three people in front of you with a headache. You know, one person may be dehydrated and the answer is drink some water. Another person may hit their head. Another person may have a tumor. You know, every underlying situation may have a different you know, uh, a path to follow to get them where they need to go. So um, we have time for maybe one more quick testimony. You got anything else? Yeah. uh, One of the things I just love is when God just does it when we're not even talking about healing. And I had someone in my church that had a frozen shoulder and she could not lift her arm up. It was literally frozen, uh, except for a couple inches from her side. And we were in the middle of worship and all of a sudden, both of her arms went up. Her shoulder was completely unfrozen and it had been that way for years. And she's never had a problem with it since. And it was just in the act of worship. She didn't say, I'm going to try to pull it up and raise my arm. It was just that suddenly as she began to worship, she didn't even realize both her arms were up in the air. That is so awesome. I love seeing that stuff. You absolutely love when that happens. And uh, wow. Awesome. So we're actually up against our last, uh, uh, the last minute here of our uh, first segment. It's about time to take a break. So uh, Cindy, hang on the line with us. And listeners, when we come back, we're going to be hearing more about Cindy's background and experience and uh, how she got kind of involved in all this. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. We'll be back momentarily. Hey guys, Million here. I want to say thank you for listening to this program and for supporting the work we do. I would like to invite you to visit our website at dominionfire.com. And while there, sign up for our VIP email newsletter. This is a free service, and as a member, you will receive early releases of the Heal the Sick podcast, updates on the content we create, members-only discounts in our audiobook store, and exclusive content not released elsewhere. Visit dominionfire.com for full details, and if you subscribe, you will receive our free report entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself, with tools, tips, and strategies to minister healing for your own conditions. All free by subscribing to our newsletter and by visiting www.dominionfire.com. All right, listeners, back on the second segment of the Heal the Sick podcast, joining me by phone this week again, Cindy Stewart, Tampa, Florida, uh, talking about just uh, some really cool healings in the first segment that... uh, that come in a lot of different ways. And that was sort of the theme of what we talked about. Um, But before we get back to her background and experience, I just want to remind you that all the episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast are available at dominionfire.com, which is our main website for everything. So if you want to find us on any of our social medias, it's all at dominionfire.com. And also our YouTube vlog, which is youtube.com forward slash dominionfirechurch. Actually, by the time you hear this, I'll drop the new video later today. So 
please make sure you check that out. Thumbs up, subscribe, the whole dealie. And uh, follow us on our social media channels. We try to do a little bit different stuff. And if you're on Facebook and follow us, uh, we're trying to integrate a little Facebook live video with a, a pre-show before we start recording. In case you have any questions for our upcoming guests, you can get in on that. So uh, keep that all locked on at dominionfire.com, and that's where you'll find us. And uh, let's jump back into this. Cindy, um, tell us about your background and experience, kind of how you got involved in all this. How'd you figure this all out? And What's been your journey? Well, it's an interesting uh, story. My mom died when she was 59. She was very young. Uh, she had a chronic lung disease, and she lived with me and my family. And I was just like, God, I have got to know how do we break through in this healing thing? And I, it wasn't that I was so um, distraught that she died. Of course, I was sad that she died. But I just knew that God had promised healing, and I couldn't figure out with all the prayer and everything that we did, why wasn't she healed? So I told God, I said, you know, I need to have you show up. I, I need to have a real encounter with you to help me go through this. And that's exactly what happened. I spent about a year just hours and hours a day praying, reading the word, and, and God just showing up having encounters, and I started going after healing. And anyone who even looked like they might feel bad, I was like, do you think I could pray for you? And I really didn't even know what I was doing. I just knew that, that God had promised healing, and my mom wasn't healed, but that didn't change what God promised. So I just kept going to classes. I would I went to Francis McNutt. I don't know if you you know who he is. He has a big healing center in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, went yeah. up there, Absolutely. went through their training. Uh, anything I could get my hands on, I would read it. I would go to classes. I'd do whatever it took to find out about how this healing works. And I started seeing these little breakthroughs. I'd see people get healed, and I'd be like, that made me even hungry for more. I'm like, well, they got healed. What about this? What about this? And I would just go after Anyone who needed healing, they were fair game. And uh, it was nerve-wracking because every time I pray for someone, I have every expectation they're going to be completely healed on the spot. And you know that that doesn't happen all the time. So I just keep going after it. I'm like, do you mind if I pray again? Can you come back next week? We're going to pray again. We're just going to keep praying until you get what God has promised us. I know you'd be afraid to see me on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you didn't feel very good. I just believe that that God healed. And that's what I've spent the last 20 plus years is going after is learning how it works the best we can. Like you said, there is no formula. It's just the presence of God and him guiding us through the spirit. And then just trying it out and training other people to pray for people. Most of the days now, I don't really even pray for people. I'll do a training, and then I just set loose the people on each other. Because the more we can get multiplied, of course, the more healing that we'll see. But that's really my background in healing. I, I just love it. I love to see people made whole. And I do a lot of work with emotional healing, too. Uh, I've done a lot of training in Sozo. I don't know if you're familiar with that. But helping people discover the lives that are in them that keep them bound that keep them from living the life they should be living, keep them from fear, keep them bound in fear. So I do a lot of emotional healing too. We have a 
a whole division of our church that does just that. People make appointments and come in and get prayer. And it's amazing what we've seen God do. So what I'm kind of curious about is, uh, if I heard you correctly, you said it's been about 20 years of doing this. And I know mm-hmm. that operating in healing ministry over this last, I don't know, four or five year period, I have seen exponential growth in people who are stepping into this. Now, going back 20 years, I would imagine that you've seen a lot of just attitudes change maybe. And uh, what is your feeling on um, are people becoming more open to this? Did you meet a lot of resistance when you first started it? Are people more, you know, open to receiving prayer now? How has it changed over that? It's almost almost a generation. So how how has have you seen that change, or have you? I have seen it change quite a bit in in twofold. Especially when I first got started, people were more afraid because they were if some if I pray for someone and they don't get healed, they felt like they had to bear that responsibility. And and I've seen in the last five to eight years, people become more infused with the, the love of Christ that they're releasing and that trust that God's going to do what God does because that's who he is, that it's become a little bit more fluid and, and free in walking in the Walmart and praying for someone or going into a restaurant and praying for someone, uh, people aren't held back as much as they used to be. Uh, when I first started, we had like a, a little secret healing uh, room in our church. <laughs> and it's almost like you had to have the secret password to be able to get in and get healed. And if you got healed, you know, don't be spreading it around too much because what if something happened? You know, because there was just more mystery to it than there seems to be in the last, you know, really eight years, I would say. So you talk about the healing room. Now, that's something that we have been uh, kind of exploring here with our ministry in Las Vegas about getting a set location for that. So for someone that may be listening that's starting to step out into healing ministry, do you find that a healing room is something with more advantage because of the central location? Or do you think that street ministry is good because you could just go out and just find whoever you can? Could you con- compare and contrast a little of the uh, the benefits, pros, cons of the healing room setup? The healing rooms is nice to have a central location. We do it at the same time, once a month, and we transform our whole church to healing and encounter rooms. We even put up a glory tent and uh, where people can go in and just bask in the glory of God. And, and we have communion, we have everything, and then we have teams of people that will pray for people. But people get healed even before they get prayer because the presence of God is so... Uh, heavy there. Uh, we never open up without a uh, people walking in saying, I can already tell something's different in here. So the healing rooms is nice because it offers the community and people coming in from out of town a consistent time and place. Um, but like I said, we only do it once a month. And I go out onto the street. I go to the grocery store. I go to the park. I go somewhere every day. So the opportunity to reach someone who wouldn't necessarily come into a healing room is right there in front of us every day when we go to work. So it depends on what you feel called to do. Uh, we love our healing rooms and we have seen a lot of people healed through them, transformed. Uh, we've seen people encounter God in a way they've never encountered God. And so their life has really been catapulted forward because they've had that tangible encounter with God. So both are great. 
Yeah, it's it's something we hear every week on the show. There's just so many ways that healing happens, and the biggest thing is it starts with a willing person ready to go do it. <laughs> and that's that's that seems to be the 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 first piece to all the the puzzles with this whole thing, guys. So, listeners, if you're thinking about doing this and you're kind of hesitating, listen, you got to get moving. You, as soon as you start moving, you'll see it. It may take you a little time. You may have to break through a little bit, but I guarantee you, keep at it. You will see it. So, just telling you, yeah, and- I hear it every week. And, and you know that in the last few years, like you said, we want to hear extraordinary miracles. Well, you know, 15 years ago, a leg growing out was an extraordinary miracle. Now we've had a breakthrough and we see legs grow out all the time. So, yes. so there yes. seems to be a uh, avalanche effect. We've had some breakthroughs. And so those are just normal miracles. And so Absolutely. God has given us an opportunity for the extraordinary that will become the normal in five years from now. You know, body parts from heaven will be normal in a couple of years. People will be saying, oh, yeah, I, I pulled this body part down from heaven because there's been a breakthrough in, in that arena. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's it's whole kingdom's all about growth. It's just keep growing yeah. and growing and growing, and it'll be cool. So we are actually up against our second break here. It's been a great conversation thus far, and when we come back, we're going to have our lesson time and some prayer time, and we're going to finish out this edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. So right back after this, keep it locked. Hey guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast and also for our video vlog series entitled The D-Fire Vlog. After visiting DominionFire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash DominionFireChurch and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's DominionFire.com first and then youtube.com forward slash DominionFireChurch. Thank you and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, this is it. Back on the third segment of the Heal the Sick podcast. Today, we have had Cindy Stewart talking to us from uh, sunny and very humid Tampa, Florida, which is a beautiful place. And we were talking before the show that uh, I grew up in Florida for a period and was out that way a lot. So just reminisce a little bit, talk about uh, the general area. But we've been talking about healing coming in different ways and prophetic healing and healing rooms and all kind of cool stuff going on. And uh, in this segment, we talk about some lesson time. So I'm going to turn the mic over to Cindy to teach on uh, something near and dear to her heart, which we've been kind of circling a little on this show uh, concerning Matthew 10, 8, being kind of aware of your surroundings and seeing how God wants to take certain things. So Cindy, what would you like to share with us today? Well, I was, uh, we've kind of been talking about this a little bit about being aware of your surroundings. And, you know, Jesus told the disciples when he sent them out in Matthew 8, he said, you must continually heal sickness. And that is something that he's given to us to do too. We must be aware of who is sick around us, what is oppressing and and, uh, holding people back so we can release the presence of Jesus on them. He tells them, heal sickness, raise the dead, cleanse the leopards, cast out demons, because freely we have received, we must freely give. And I know personally, uh, ever since I was about 17, there would be times where I would bend over and not be able to stand up because my back would catch. And it was so strange. And about mm, 15 years ago, 
I was at a conference and somebody said, oh, God's healing backs. And I was like, okay, well, my back went into this excruciating pain and then it just went away. And since that time, my back has never had a problem. And so I have a passion for people who have back problems because I've been healed of it freely. I received my healing. So freely, I want to give that type of healing to other people, among other things. And so as we go and we're aware, whether we're at work, whether we're at Walmart, whether we're at the drugstore, it doesn't matter where we go. There are people in need of what Jesus has given us to heal the sick, to break any demonic hold that's keeping them back, and to encourage them in the place that God has for them. And sometimes it just takes reaching over and saying something kind and encouraging to the person sitting right next to you. And that is Jesus' heart, that we are just pouring out everything that he's poured in us so they can be recipients of what we've received and go and multiply everything that he's given. You know, our our world is in desperation for a unified body moving together. We need to be like those 12 disciples, how many ever tens of millions we are, where we move as one for the goodness of, of our kingdom here on earth, of God's kingdom here on earth. And that's really my passion is activating and getting people completely released in all that God has for them so they can release it to other people. Um, and I really think that that is the key to changing our community and, and changing our families, changing our environment around us. Uh, I don't know if I have time for one other quick story, but I'm part of a, a kingdom community in our region. And we had a middle school that was really struggling. They had 50-something police calls last year that actually had to come. And through prayer, no one went and laid hands on anybody, just prayer for that school. Those over 50 calls turned into four this year. Now, that is that is the kingdom of God moving in what God wants to happen in that school. And we didn't have to go lay hands on anyone. We didn't have to walk around the building seven times. We just did what God was showing us to do so that those kids in that school would be safe. We released what God gave us. And that, to me, is the key to everything right now, is releasing what God has given us to whoever is in our path. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting to me, too, when you say that, because when we talk about people getting activated in healing, they'll say something like, well, I prayed for a whole bunch of people and just, you know, get back, gets healed, but nothing else. But, you know, you never forsake small beginnings and you have to yeah. use what it is you have there at the time. And, you know, the more you do that, the more it grows out of it. So listeners, make sure you're encouraged by that stuff. If, if you're only seeing a little bit, if you're only seeing a little healing or just pain reducing as opposed to going away, claim that for the kingdom, man. <laughs> claim it anyway. Make it ours and just keep building and, and building upon it and it'll keep growing. So, Absolutely. And, you know, so many times people will get healed as they go and they never come back and tell you, Oh, I was healed. So you just got to trust whatever God's doing through your prayer, he'll get it done. Yeah, basically settle it in your head and just let it go and you do your job, let him do his and just move on. That's the best way to approach it. And uh, you'll 
just you'll be much happier if you do that. So, Cindy, if people would like to track you down, maybe ask some questions or find out more about what you do, do you have a way they can contact you? Any websites, email, social media? How, how can we find you? Yeah, you can find me at Cindy Stewart Author on Facebook. And then uh, I have a website. It's called wearethegathering.com where my books are on there, Believing God and Believing His Word, and Seven Visions, uh, A Glimpse of the Father's Heart. So either way, you can send me messages, post on my uh, social media page, and I'll be glad to get right back to you. Very cool. So, and, and listeners too, if by chance you can't find anything or you're not having any success, please email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com and I'll be happy to put you in contact. So we are out, at, basically we're almost out of time, but we have our prayer time to always round out the shows with. And Cindy, what I'd like to ask is if you'll please pray for our audience. And of course, if you get any promptings or prophetic words or words of knowledge, or you get any names or sicknesses, call it out and Blast that thing. So would you please pray for our audience and take us all the way to an amen, please. Oh, yes, I would glad to. So, Father, we just thank you for everyone listening. And not only do I release healing into their bodies now, uh, but I also impart that courage to go out and lay hands on the sick and to go after what you've given them, Lord. And I did have a word earlier today for a Stephanie. The word I got was Stephanie 67, and the word was... Whatever you think you're looking for, Stephanie, you already have it. So just go for what God has given you and don't worry about the rest. So, Lord, we just thank you that 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 word may have had Stephanie's name in it, but there's many people who are going after what you have for them. And sometimes they get lost thinking they don't have enough. And, Lord, I just pray now that you'll open their eyes to everything that they have within their sphere and show them that it is enough to get started right now. And we just thank you, Lord, and we just look forward to the testimonies that are going to come through this broadcast of people being healed, people being activated, and people having success in praying for healing and seeing the testimonies that come from their prayers. And we just honor and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, listeners. And anytime, make sure you visit the website dominionfire.com for this and for all episodes of the program. The entire catalog is up there. Our social medias, YouTubes, and everything that we have all available on our website for all of our amazing guests. And we're staying on our hustle for 2016, even though we're about the halfway point now. We're going to keep rolling, bringing you more and more just amazing guests. And as always, listeners, thank you so much for being here with us. So for Cindy and Million here in studio, we'll see you next time on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we always say here at our ministry, boom goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.